Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Redman News. I am Ross Chanley, joined today by you. The viewers, the listeners, um, we've had a few technical errors, so apologies for being late. Errol forgot his charger, which he left at work, so he's had to drop out. So I'm just going to talk to you guys. Um, this is also brought to you in association with Beer 52, as you can see from the markings. Uh, as a Bremen viewer, listener and subscriber, uh, for 5.95 posters and packaging, you can get eight free beers, a magazine and a snack. All you have to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash redmen uh tom will put the link in the chat and in the description afterwards but just to give you an idea of the sort of things you can get uh you can get two tribes of metroland session ipa which is 3.8 percent um i've had two beers in the past 12 weeks so i'm not gonna have that just yet because i'll be on my ass uh you can also get a pilsner which is a, cl- a clean crisp lager generously hopped with soft caramel notes uh oatmeal porter if you like your, your dark pale ales if you don't give it you know experiment Try something. O'Hara's Irish Red, which is a traditional ale, which is 4.3%. Oh, my God, I'm not having that either. Um, Tom's eyeing them up. Uh, yeah, or you can have a Hume Shark, which is another pale ale, so which is 7.5%. Jesus Christ. Um, so you want to try something different. The football's back. You want to expand your taste buds. You want to support local businesses. Uh, please do go to beer52.com forward slash Redmen and get your 5 95 postage and packaging and eight beers, a magazine and a snack. The snack I actually got, I can't show you because I ate it. Uh, with barbecue chickpeas, uh, which were lovely. Uh, a slightly Tory snack, but, you know, we'll, we'll move on from there. Um, anyway, news. Uh, Liverpool, of course, were back in action yesterday. Didn't quite go to well as planned, and even as the news today, but, you know, here we are. Um, so there's an update on James Milner and Joel Matip injuries. Of course, they both went off. Um, so he's provided, Jurgen Klopp has provided an update on the fitness of James Milner and Joel Matip after they were both forced off. Milner was withdrawn shortly after half-time, having pulled up. Um he said maybe not Wednesday for you early fall, but after that I would hope for. Joel was unlucky and we had to make a quick decision. It was a situation with Richardson who bent and stretched his up his big toe. Uh, I don't think a lot of people had that. It's really painful, but hopefully settles. The pain settles and then we will see. I hope nothing serious has happened, but I don't know yet. Um, I'm just going to have a quick comment on that and then Tom's going to collect loads of yours. So I'm just going to interact with you throughout the whole thing. So if you've got any thoughts on anything, um, Please do get them in. Uh, George Stevens is ringing me. Please don't do that right now. Um, this is going very well. Um, th- yeah, it's a concern going forward. Obviously, it wasn't the best performance in Liverpool. We've, we've done the uh, the final word show, which will be out on the uh, main Redmen channel later on. Um, just concerns going forward, especially when Dejan Lovring 
came on. You know, it's not an either situation, but putting Joe Gomez at left back, Dejan Lovren coming on, I'm just sure everyone's got their thoughts on, but I hope um, Joel Matip is fine. Of course, Andy Robertson might come back in for the Crystal Palace game, and hopefully Joel Matip is all right. But let me know your thoughts. Are you concerned? Do you think they'll be all right for Wednesday's game? Would you keep them in reserve? Would you put Joe Gomez in and, and, and Robertson in and then you know, get them all ready for the Manchester City game, uh, which is in quite a while. Stephen Somerville, thank you for your comment. He says, I think if Milner would have been continued, we might have gotten more chances in that game. Uh, in it, Gomez at left-back doesn't suit him. Yeah, Gomez was kind of shoe-on into the left-back position, which, you know, equally he needs game time. Um, Everton did target that right-hand side, which, again, was a concern with James Miller taking up a booking pretty early on for putting Richarlison on his arse, which I think we all like to see. And I see Mav, hello, mate. Uh, he said, good to Milner, like in... Um, like he knew something had gone. And it's a concern, actually, isn't it? I think we're going to see with a lot of these players putting themselves about and getting back into football, having three months off, uh, as you can call it. And particularly with James Milner, I think the one word you always associate with James Milner is fitness. Uh, to say him go down with an injury was a slight concern. Uh, continuation of injuries. Got an update on uh, Mohamed Salah and uh, Andy Robertson, who I've just mentioned there. Speaking exclusively to LiverpoolFC.com, Klopp told us there are different reasons for the lineup. It's really special time in his time after four weeks pre-season and preparation. We cannot ignore that we play again on Wednesday. Just can't. It's not the same. Not the same. It's not the last game of the season, so I have to think a little bit about it. Some players couldn't train in the week. Uh, they trained, but not like with the team, like Mo and with Robbo. But yesterday, we were in training, and they both looked really good. And that's a really important point from Klopp to make in the sense of, you know, we've got again, we've got a game on Wednesday. But, you know, if, if Robbo and, and Salah didn't train properly like the rest of the team did, why would you go and risk them? There's a game in, in two days' time. As much as we all want the, the league sewn up and done as early as possible, it's just not going to happen. Um well, it might do, actually. Um, you know, we'd all want that win against Everton. And given the performance as well, I think we were screaming out for a, a Robbo to go, you know, down that left-hand side to help out Sadio Mane or equally uh, a seller on the other side uh, to some sort of attacking threat. It was only really Naby Keita and Oxley chainlink really provided anything on that. Uh, SR68720, we need two top four-backs uh, to play the system, not Trent or Robbo, uh, and it's stale. Yeah, I think that's the position where Liverpool are at now. We've improved so much. The levels are completely different. So, you know, who you're relying on when, when those are injured. I think Nico Williams has done really well. But again, it's a, it's a massive ask for him to come into a, a Merseyside derby. After having three months off to chuck him into that game, it isn't right. But I think going forward, you know, you do look for improvements there. And it's also probably unfortunate in the sense of, you know, what are the chances of having uh, an Andy Robertson and James Milner, your first and second choice left-backs, both injured at the same time? And... Who else are you going to convince to try and come in to play back up to Andrew Robertson, who's going to be of any decent level? Um, that's an argument for another day. Stephen Somerville again says, having Robbo and Salah on the pitch helps to balance when we play in the team. I think bringing them back in with Palace would give us more clear-cut clear cut opportunities to have. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you, know, you get another element. You're not lying on, relying on a, you know, a cater and, and a Mali. And equally, you know, we, as we said in, in the final word, I'm sure Chris and Paul touched it last night in their post-match stuff of, you know, Credit to Everton. They defended really well last night. You know, they, they got back in, in banks of four. They very much, more or less defended in Stanley Park. But, you know, you're screaming out for something else at that point. And, you know, <laughs> I've seen a few people say Coutinho and stuff like that. But, you know, given on what, what we've seen other teams and the standard of football recently, it hasn't been great. This is going to get getting used to these teams coming back to find the rhythm, to find the form, to find fluidity. You know, it's the same with Liverpool. And, and to add to that, it was a major side derby as well. And, and my, my take from it last night was... No one just wanted, didn't want to make a mistake in that game. Everton went up for attacking. He didn't really interested in scoring a goal until the last 10 minutes when, when Lovren came on and sniffed blood um, and thought they could get something out of the game. So, you know, 
it is what it is. We move on. Crystal Palace, I think you bang on. Go and take them um, and, and play Salah and Robertson in those games as well. Um, I've got... Uh, I'm going to move on to some cooler barley stuff here. Um, I'm not sure if this is on the back of the performance yesterday. This is complete nonsense. Uh, I'll just put it in there for a laugh because if Liverpool can't afford a team of earning £50 million, why people keep continue to report we can buy cooler barley who i'm not going to argue would, would suit liverpool but for his age for the price that he's going to cost uh, i think he's just absolutely ridiculous but the top story from espn is um napoli turned down liverpool bid for cooler barley liverpool are keen to partner virgin van dyke with napoli's cooler barley next season uh and but they need to improve on their 58 million pound bid which has been rejected according to corre dello sport uh, Liverpool are one of several sides across Europe hoping to lure the Senegal international way from Naples this summer but the first bid for the player falls well short of Napoli's valuation this very much feels like the Werner stuff done for Liverpool so they need Liverpool who's a big name for a, for a click Koulibaly who's a big player for a click put them both together um, and it's going to just somehow happen and in my eyes it's not Liverpool can't afford a Werner why can they afford Cooler Barley is beyond me. But I know your thoughts on that as well. Oh, here we go. Uh, Johnny Walker, Cooler Barley's 29. FSG won't approve yet. Spot on for the, the money, his age, uh, what it costs. I'm no doubt and he's a quality player. I just, just can't see it happening. Kieran B says, we ain't getting Cooler Barley. Can't see it. Doesn't make sense. Yep, I agree with that. It's bullshit. Megastain, hello, mate. Uh, Megastain, 1981. Sorry, he says, There's, where's this money coming from? Um, these sudden big money transfers, especially Cooler Barley, considering the Vern situation. Rumours. Rumours. Bullshit. Um... Oh, Jay Pearson, cooler bullshit. Nice. Like it, mate. Uh, Rob D says, uh, Mike, Michael Edwards can um, work some magic and get cooler barley for a good price. It could be worth it for Lofren as part of the deal. Mate, like, I don't think I'd want to insult Napoli by saying here's, here's Dejan Lovren. I think I think they'd rather have some, some money uh, in that sense. Uh, moving on, Liverpool have a, a squad issue exposed to Everton, but Jurgen Klopp may already have the answer. Injury to James Milner and a draw against Everton bring up, brings up one of Jurgen Klopp's most significant squad issues. Uh, as we spoke about before, the, you know Milner's injured, Robertson's taken a knock. Uh, where is that cover coming in in the future? Um, obviously, he mentioned his hamstring, but he also goes on to mention Yasser Larucci. This is something again we spoke about in the final word. I'd love to know your thoughts of. How you kind of get around the situation? Is there someone out there that you think Liverpool could go out and buy? Would you keep Milner for another season, depending on what happens with his contract? And again, Leeds getting promoted. And as I said before, I think the chances of Robertson and Milner both being injured for a substantial amount of time is very slim. Were you happy with Joe Gomez just filling in for a little bit and getting some game time under his belt? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, on okay, on the left back, LFC Mav says, is it? It's is this at Arsenal fullback, or is he just making his way into the team? If he's actually a left back. We should be in that conversation with him. Yeah, I think we should be as well. I think he's left back. I think he's a hot prospect, someone who's who's, who's largely well respected and, and highly touted across football. I think Paul put a tweet out last night saying that he'd have him. And given the fact that Arsenal's current situation and where Liverpool are, you know, not just in the league, just just in terms of life. Um, you know, do you want to play with David Luiz? next year, um, which I don't think anybody wants, or do you want to play with Virgil van Dijk and Joel Matip and Joe Gomez and actually win things? So, you know, it might be a good time for Liverpool to go in and put a cheeky offer and kind of rock the boat. Kieran B says Nathan Aki could cover both centre-back and left-back, more defensive left-back. Yeah, I'd agree with that, especially Bournemouth get relegated as well. I think there's a couple of players that you can think, you know, as much as I've just slagged off Dejan Lovren, he's your fourth-choice centre-half, but, you know, if you can improve on that, then why wouldn't you go and do it? Daryl Wilkins says Gomez as left-back cover. Yeah, but then what you take away from centre-half in that position, I think, you know, I think you're right. If he's just going to fit in for one game, two games, then then sound. But for a long-term plan, I, I don't really see that happening. 
Uh, staying on centre-halves, Jamie Carragher says Lovren is too emotional for anybody who watched it on Sky Sports yesterday. Um, I think Jamie Carragher kind of got cut short of uh, putting himself into trouble. Lovren went in for a tackle and he just basically muttered Jesus uh, and sighed at it, which I think is how we were all feeling at the time. Um, but he said he's too emotional. That's always been his problem. He always feels he has to win a fight. He has to win a challenge. I used to play in that position as a centre-back, and at times you have to accept someone maybe stronger and quicker. You have to get yourself in positions and try and hold them up. I've said this before, too often putting the ball down the right Virgil's throat. But as soon as Lovren comes on, they've been hitting him that channel, and that is the channel to hit. So it's not as much as it's, it's a worry for us as Liverpool fans. I think it's also a good thing for opposition fans as Jamie Carragher rightly points out there if you're you're starting Dejan Lovren again we had this debate on the build up to the Crystal Palace which will be out later if you're Will Saha if you're Christian Benteke if you're Jordan A and you're seeing Dejan Lovren starting on the opposition side and again he's a force so I'm not going to slag him off completely but you can't deny that the opposition's forwards eyes will light up when they see his name on the team sheet because you can just go there's a weak spot there's something that we can get at uh, and I think it's something that, that can be improved, but it's a situation which we just have to deal with for now. Uh, but do let me know your thoughts on that. Oh, you already have done. There you go. Tom's already sent them in. Uh, Alan Gibson, please don't play Lovren ever again. He makes the same mistake again and again. I think that's a really good point, actually. I think he, I think there's room for forgiveness with age on Lovren, but he's, he seems to be like uh, Simamingale or Sacco, one of those players that we've had of three, four, five seasons ago that came with baggage. I think he's the only one that's really left in that side. Uh, Johnny Walker says, Lovren slipped twice around with Charleston. Made me nervous as hell. Uh, Fearflo says, Lovren gave me David Luiz vibes. Yeah, I spent the whole weekend slagging off David Luiz and then Lovren came on. Stephen Zomazil, Lovren's a donkey. Needs to offload him in the summer and get a better fourth choice or someone else we can rile on. Or whoever. The actual youngster, whoever. Kiana, whoever. Uh, Greenway Dale says, Lovren scares me half to death every time he plays. Tom, all these comments are too harsh. I think he's decent cover, in my opinion, just not first choice. Maybe that isn't good enough. Yeah, I don't know if that, that's our time who's saying that. Um, yeah, I think you have to look at it. The level and standard of Liverpool is so high. You know, you, you never get it at someone's going to replace who's going to be the standard of a Matip Gomez or Dejan Lovren uh, or Virgil van Dijk. Sorry, he's going to be as good as them. It's very hard to, to do that. And again, you know, if you're not playing Lovren, you're playing the kid. As someone says in the comments, they prefer a child. Was not a child. A youth player was was playing there. Megasing 1981 says Lovren was Lovren yesterday. We're used to it, and unfortunately, we got away with it last night. We're going forward next season. I'm sure we'll look to address that. We'll be okay for the eight games that we've got. Yeah, and it also might be skewed as well in the fact that you know, as much as Liverpool can't do any transfer business, maybe no one could take Dejan Lovren off our hands. Maybe Liverpool aren't in a position to go and get another centre half. Maybe you have to ride him out for another season. Um, might not like that, but you know. Um, final news story of the day, which this was just broke yesterday, just before the game. Um, not content with Liverpool having all the um, all the eyes on them. David and Gog retired from football yesterday, uh, and I can't get on this website because it's just been an absolute twat. Uh, 31 years old, French striker David and Gog has decided to retire just four months after joining the Lithuanian club. Um, I had no idea he was still playing, to be honest. But you know, uh, he will be fondly remembered for that game that he's uh, the goal that he scored against Manchester United, and that's pretty much it, I think, uh, from him. But you know, good luck to him. Whatever his, his future career is, he's, he's he's still very young. He's still got a lot of life left in him. Uh, I'm sure he can go on and do great things. Maybe be a pundit. You never know. Maybe he can be an ambassador at Liverpool Football Club. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Maybe we can get him at centre back. Maybe we can start get him out of retirement. Say, listen, be our fourth choice centre half. But I doubt it. Anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with Redman News. So we're going to change things up slightly. So we're going to do news on a Monday and a Friday. If you want a more in-depth news, a more rounded news, 
news with more than one person just reading stories to you and talking to themselves and going a bit insane. Join us on Wednesday uh, evenings. Red News Roundup, more in depth, more chat um, with three people, not just one. Uh, I'm going to leave you there for now. I'm going to record the Around the League podcast this afternoon and say that is back because football is back. I'm joined by Ben Kelly and Louis Beneventi, who is a Chelsea fan. So we're obviously going to talk about Timo Werner, the return of football, David Luiz, Sheffield United, goal line decisions, VAR, all the chats that we've not had for three months. We're going to do that, which will be out later tonight. Don't forget to go and check out Beer52. That's www.beer52.com forward slash Redmen. You get eight beers, a snack, a magazine for 5 95 postage and packaging. Go and support independent companies. Go and get some beer, watch the football and enjoy life. I'll see you soon. ta